What's going on people? How are we doing today? We're live and direct. We're present right now. We've got a definition podcast. And yeah, I mean, I'm joined by myself today. And um, I want to let you guys know that there, there's a lot to do when it comes to this topic we're going to talk about, which is New Year's or New Year's Eve. New Year's Day, Christmas, this whole end of year celebrations. And um, I feel like I wanted to just keep it 100 with you guys. Um, apart from Brandon and the whole creativeness, just in general when it comes to entrepreneurs, uh, creators, um, people in general, the average person that has got goals, dreams, aspirations but you find yourself repeating the same mistakes. Like it's become fashionable to have a New Year's plan, a New Year's resolution. Like my thing is this year, if somebody had offended you, just say somebody offended you in January 2018, yeah? And they knew they offended you and you've already reached out to them or you've reached out to someone that knows them and said to them, look like, if he or she just apologizes, then it's not an issue, it's not a problem. Now imagine you told this person in February that, you know, you don't mind if they was to phone you and apologize. Now, let's just say that person calls you in December now and then says, look like, before the new year, I just want to let you know, I'm sorry for what I've done. And so how would you take that? You know, how would you, I know for me personally, I'll be pissed. I'll be like, hold on, like, you've waited all this whole entire year, you've waited this whole entire time, literally, just to come and tell me that you're sorry, but, I've given you like 11 months to literally apologize. You'll be pissed. You'll be upset. You'll be looking at that person differently and you think, well, are you being serious? Can I take you seriously? Do you really mean this? Or are you just saying it because it's the new year? And that's how some people are when it comes to New Year's Eve or end of year celebrations, when it comes to taking moves, setting goals, promises, all these things they, they've literally said to themselves that they're gonna do, that's how it sounds. In fact, that's what it is. Let's just keep it 100, like I said earlier. I'm gonna try and keep it 100 with you guys. So that's just literally what it is. And again, this is not a rant. I'm here to help you guys, help us all like get a clear understanding, a clear definition. It's the whole point of the definition podcast is to get a clear understanding of all these things that are going on right now. And today, we're going to talk about New Year's Eve. Now, I want to talk about the definition of New Year's Eve, because again, with a definition podcast, we have to make sure there's a clear understanding of what you really are talking about. And the definition right now is of New Year's. Now, I want to explain to you the, the official origin. I shouldn't even say the official origin. I should say one of the origins of New Year's Eve, because again, like... It dates back so far 
to when people were celebrating New Year's, New Year's, um, New Year's Eve or like end of year celebrations. Like there's different types of, um, there's different types of like calendars, there's different types of civilizations that brought things forward in it. So, but we're gonna start with the ancient Babylonian calendar or Babylonian civilization. So um, this is some information from the history.com um, website about early New Year celebrations. And basically what they're saying is that the earliest recorded festives in honor of New Year's arrival date back to some 4,000 years ago to ancient Babylon. So for those of you who don't know where ancient Babylon is, ancient Babylon is basically what you would call the Middle East now and most of, most of North Africa. Um, because obviously, as people may be aware of, scientifically, the globals are one and a lot of our actual countries and continents weren't actually countries and continents, they were just literally one country. The um, Hindus, if I'm correct, um, call it Pangea. And that basically is like the shape of like a, a child or shape of like a, a baby inside a womb. And it's just supposed to represent the whole entire world as one big continent. So back in those days, um, that's when ancient Babylon, and obviously in biblical terms, they may describe it as the Middle East as well, but it was around about that area. So now, um, obviously for the Babylonians, the first new moon following the vernal equinox, um, which is the day in late March with an equal amount of sunlight and darkness. So we're heralding the start of the new year. So basically during their time, um, they would celebrate the new year when there was an equal amount of sunlight and darkness. I know we have, in our winter period, our new year celebration, there's obviously more darkness than sunlight because of how the sun obviously set up during the winter solstice. So in the UK, I should say, sorry. But obviously when it comes to other countries and other civilizations, the sun set differently. And this is why I say to you, you know, it's not really, it's hard to kind of say when the actual first celebration was because then you're going to have to go by how that culture and civilization of the oldest time was celebrating New Year's. You feel me? So it's just different types of ways. But anyway, um, so yeah, they marked that occasion with a massive religious festival called Akitu, which is derived from the Sumerian word for barley, which was cut in the spring. That involved a different ritual on each of its 11 days. So in addition to the New Year, Atiku celebrated the mythical victory of the Babylonian sky god Marduk over the evil sea goddess Tiamat and served an important political purpose. It was during this time that the new king was crowned or that the current ruler's divine mandate was symbolically renewed. So obviously it goes on to talk about, you know, it basically was a religious celebration for the Babylonian people. You know, obviously you've got gods involved, you've got the whole reason of them actually using 11 days to do like a ritual. And listen to these keywords very carefully because I'm gonna, there's a reason why I'm explaining to you guys the definition of what New Year's is from a different perspective. Because again, so many people don't really know this. But listen to the keywords. So, it involved a different ritual on each of its 11 days. Ritual, religious, festivals, and sky gods and Babylonian gods. Just remember those keywords symbolically as well, because 
we we're going to get to that in a minute. But, um, you know, we also talk about, they also go on to say, you know, throughout in, in antiquity, civilizations around the world developed increasingly sophisticated calendars, typically pinning the first day of the year to be an agricultural or astronomical event. So obviously with the Babylonians, they called it um, Akitu, which meant um, derived from the word barley. So I'm only assuming the Sumerian word barley is, is association with what we call barley wheat or barley as itself, which was cut in the spring. So it could be at that time when that's when barley is harvested a lot or obviously it's ripe or it's in season and it's a blessing for them because it's of abundance. Do you see where I'm coming from? You got to imagine it like, let's just say, I don't know, with our New Year's Day in the Western Gregorian calendar, which is like the UK, USA, Europe, most places. Let's just say on that New Year's, like between December and January, that, you know, pears were extremely ripe and they were on abundance, they were growing on everyone's trees and whatnot. Do you see where I'm coming from? that will be some form of symbolicness towards that. I'm just using that as an example, by the way. So, um, yeah. And it goes on to say more about, you know, the calendars. And obviously they talk about in Egypt, for instance, like the year began with the annual flooding of the Nile, which coincided with the rising of the star Sirius. The first day of the Chinese New Year as well, meanwhile, occurred within the second new moon of the winter solace. So, so sorry, solstice. So, yeah. It goes on to so much different cultures and whatnot, but with our one particularly, with our New Year's in the Western society, it starts with obviously the Roman calendar. Now, the early Roman calendar was consisted of 10 months, 304 days. Now, I'm not going to go so deep into it because, again, I want you guys to just get a brief, clear picture on what New Year's is really built for, what it's celebrated for. But obviously, Julius Caesar was responsible for. Um, introducing the Gregorian calendar, uh, which closely, which is basically representing around him, himself, obviously the gods in that as well, that he worshipped at the time. And obviously part of his reform, he instituted it on the 1st of January, which is the first day of the new year to them in their calendar. And it's partly to honour the month's namesake Janus, which is a Roman god of beginnings. Do you see where I'm coming from? And basically it's believed that whose two faces allowed him to look back into the past and forward into the future. Do you see where I'm coming from? They obviously give sacrifices and gifts um, towards this god as well. They decorate their homes with laurel branches. They attend rashes parties. Um, you know, they, they also exchange gifts, like I said earlier. And Christian leaders, you know, replaced it um, with a religious significance, you know, marking at the birth of Jesus Christ, because again, with religion and culture, there's often a lot of time where you get different varieties. Uh, normally it comes after there has been a new civilization that's uprised, maybe they may have invaded or conquered, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Now, I know that whole entire intro was a history lesson, and I wanted it to be a history lesson because right now we're dealing with history. We're living in the present and we're talking about the past, right? In order to better and plan ourselves for the future. So, the thing is, you probably would even give two monkeys about what I just said about the explanation. You're probably thinking, like, what's this really got to do with me? 
Like, why do I really need to know this? Like, okay, cool, that's great. Babylonians, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I just like New Year's because I like New Year's. And that's the issue. This is the, the issue that our society has, is nobody actually truly knows the true origins or beginnings of New Year's, yeah? Or most people, I should say, don't know, because people do know. But if it's not that relevant to you, right? So if it's not that, that you don't really care about the true meaning, then why do you really care about New Year's? Why do you make excuses to go and party? Why do you make excuses, excuses to go and get drunk, to buy gifts for people and presents? Now, I'm not taking it away from those who are religious. I'm not taking it away from those who choose to celebrate Christmas and whatnot as families and whatnot. Fair enough, I get that. But we're dealing with those here that are trying to make themselves better. We're dealing with those here that are trying to win. Businesses, entrepreneurs, creatives. You know, even if you're an average person that has goals for the new year, so you could be overweight and you want to lose weight because you feel that's going to improve your relationship and your health. For those who want to quit smoking or quit bad habits or for those family friends and members that you know really want to just be a better person because they felt like 2018 they lost and they continue to lose because they didn't feel it i'm here to tell you that you don't need to wait until the new year because again there is so much going on right now in the world where you could use New Year's as a way to empower yourself and make it and make realistic actions like for now to prepare yourself for 2019. Like I, I've often seen a lot of people, you know, come to me with um, goals and aspirations and dreams and visions and whatever, yeah? And they will say, Jess, you know, I've got this good idea. And obviously where we do branding and, um, you know, graphic design and stuff like that. They will come to us and be like, look, got an idea, I want a brand review, I want a brainstorm um, on a logo or a design, like I need you to create this. And we're like, okay, cool. So we sit down and then we create it, we do the usual, go for the creative brief. And at times I find when it comes to the new year that a lot of people will get the, the face done. So they'll get the whole makeup of what it would look like. So they'll get, the, they'll, they'll get the brand review from us, which it will include the brainstorm, the um, ideas and the logo design, where they need to go with their website, if they need a website, content, all that kind of stuff. And they'll fold it nicely in an envelope or on a hard drive or on an email and they'll keep it there. Go and get celebrated, go and get waved or high or drunk or lit or whatever you want to call it nowadays and just escape the actual real work because again it's so easy to get caught up in the celebrations now there's some people that are celebrating new year's right now because they've made a win they've closed some business deals they worked their ass off in 2018 and right now the fire is hot things are going well for them in their life so then it's a celebration to say right in 2019 we've got great things but i want to explain to you one thing those people do or a few things those people do to actually make it work, to actually make it relevant for them. Now, when you're planning to prepare yourself for 2019, there's three things that you need to actually understand, yeah? Is, one of them is this. If you've got any bookings or reservations or meetings or anything scheduled for 2019, even if it's in February or March, get those confirmed 
get those books now and try and do something towards it now because the energy that you're going to flow with now in 2018 that you're going to end with is the energy you're going to carry into 2019. This is why a lot of people fail. This is why they lose at the beginning of 2019 because the energy they went in to 2019 with was weak energy. Like I said before, they were drunk, celebrating, or they were depressed, or they just never, ever, ever acted on anything. They went to work, came home, and just kept it simple. You've heard what Julius Caesar said, or what he actually made this whole New Year's thing around. You know, it was giving gifts and sacrificing, um, you know, these things towards, the, 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 you know, the, um, the god um, Janus, who's obviously named after that January which is named after him but that God represents the God of beginnings which is where I'm coming from so if you start your beginning soft it's always going to end up soft at the end even throughout the middle you might not even go nowhere throughout the middle which is where I'm coming from so you've got to make those moves now if it's a thing where you've booked a, a brand consultation with us or you're someone that you've booked like appointments with even if it's something like for example, you're trying to lose weight, you've got your, your, your personal trainer is, um, you know, said to you, okay, cool, these are the dates that I'm available in January. All right, cool, you're like, cool, boom, January 19th, yeah? Just to say in the 19th. Start doing small workouts in your house now, in your room. In fact, sign up to the same gym that he's going to be training you in. And if he's not going to be training in a gym, sign up to any gym anyway. Like... In the UK, we have Pure Gym and we've got the Gym Group and there's like, you know, tens of thousands of other gyms. But the one thing I like about Pure Gym and the Gym Group is obviously it's literally just the gym only. So I'm not really one to indulge in a spa all the time. I mean, I only go once in a, like, you know, every few months, but not every single day. So I just want to go to the gym and just gym and work out. They have classes for free that includes that is included within your membership. Like they've got their calendars throughout the whole entire year of like classes upon classes, boxer sides, um, spin classes, and martial art classes, and just general fitness classes. And they're free. Literally, you've got ones, some in the morning, some in the evening, some in the afternoon. So there's no excuse if you're someone that was trying to lose weight and put in the work for 2019. These are the small things you can do now. Most gyms will be open right up until Christmas Eve. And literally after Christmas day, Boxing day, they may be shut, it all depends on whereabouts they are, but majority of gyms are open. Like, and with Pure Gym and, and uh, the gym group, a lot of them are 24 hours. So even if it's, you can't motivate yourself to work out at home, what's stopping you from going to the gym and working out with others for free? Literally, you turn up to the class, even if it's one class a week, because I guarantee you, on the 19th of January, I'm still going by that scenario of you booking your um, your session with your personal trainer. When you go to meet him or her, you're ready. You're fired up. It's not a shock to your system. And that's the problem. A lot of people go into these things with no preparation, with no confidence, with no good energy. It's just passive and negative energy because of doubt, because of what other people think. And they have their first shock of their life when that first session comes. You know, like when you first get to do that first official set 
of press-ups and you're like, whoa, I'm used to doing 50. He's telling me I've got to do 200. And you're like, wow. And you feel it in your stomach. That shit, this is hard. Sometimes it can be so much of a shock that you end up folding. And these are the reasons why. This is what people don't do to actually help themselves in 2019. And a lot of this is going to go over people's heads. Happens every year. Celebrations are too, like, there's so much going on. There's so much easy routes to escape in, you know? And that's basically number one. Like, I would say, you know, plan your next move. Um, sorry, book your calendar for 2019 and confirm it. Do small things to actually add on. It could just be the smallest thing, like, if it's something like, for example, um, I use something about the gym, but let's just say, you want to be a better person, right? Write down a list of stuff that you want to be. You know, have a mood board. You don't have to even design it so fancy and whatnot, but it could just be literally a, a big sheet of paper, yeah? A picture of you in the middle and just lines coming out of that saying, right, this is the house that I want to have next year. I want to save this amount of money. I want to build this and that with my family. I want to be a better person towards my um my daughter or, or my son or you know the ones there like you have to really just visualize these things and where we're creatives as well i'm telling you when you touch pen to pad and you start drawing you don't have to be a good artist you don't have to be someone else but when you visualize what's in your mind and you write it down that's magic right there i'm telling you like i visualize new motive in my mind and i wrote it down what i wanted it to be and i'm here now you know six years later still winning, still progressing. But I did it by putting in work from the beginning, from the get-go. Number two is planning your next move into your brand slash business. So um, now do something to act on it. So for example, for those uh, business owners, restaurant owners especially, you've bought the shop or you, you've got a lease on the shop, I should say, sorry. Um, you just opened up probably what, late summer, and it was good at the beginning, but now you're starting to see sales drop slowly and you're worried about 2019 because of Brexit. Let me tell you this for free, yeah? Tell me a time, yeah, for those who are in the UK as well, and this, that, this can apply to those overseas in the US, in many other countries. Try and, and remember a time that your government or your country was in a good space. I'm waiting. Try and tell me a time when, especially those in the UK, when this country was like, oh yes, everybody's winning, these things are great, things are perfect. If it wasn't a 2008 recession, then it was mad cow disease. If it wasn't mad cow disease, then it was swine flu. If it wasn't swine flu, then it was, I don't know, Brexit, you know, war on terror, war on drugs, what that, like, there's always something going on. Do people still win? Yes. It's time for you now to close, to say, to turn that TV off. Stop, like every time I get in my car and I'm about to hit the road, sometimes I put on the radio and I've stopped now because the radio has just been converted, unless it's not really music channels, like One Extra and whatnot, but a lot of them have just been converted to this whole Brexit talk. 
And if it's not Brexit, it's stuff surrounding issues that are going to be affected by Brexit. And I get it, it is a big thing, but I've just learned not to indulge in it. Because if you listen to so much negative, and it always negative, it always negative. Literally, the stuff that's going on with Theresa May, I know she had a, a vote from Parliament um, recently that she um, just about won, but a lot of it is negative. It's negative against her, negative against Brexit, negative against other parties. And it's not for us to be listening to every single day. I'm not saying you can't keep up to date. I do understand that some business owners overseas are worried about how it could affect them. And I get it, as a business, you need to keep on track. But you can't look at that as the biggest hold. There's certain things you need to get over. So, for example, if you know that Brexit is directly going to affect you, if you know that like, literally like it's not going to work at all, and I'm not, I'm not saying by speculation, I'm talking about by laws, like there's certain laws that have been passed already and they're saying, right, this is going to affect your business because you trade with this person or you won't have jurisdiction over here to sell or you won't, then start planning for that, that new migration, that new move. We keep a lot of our stuff online because I want to be anywhere in the world I want to be in Thailand, I want to be in Ghana, I want to be in America, I want to be in Japan and be able to still connect with somebody that needs help igniting their brand. I don't want to only just have an office and be based in London. It wouldn't make sense if I've called my business New Motive World of Creativity. Do you see where I'm coming from? So I want to be an all-rounder, I want to be, you know, diverse in that sense so I can move about. Maybe for those businesses that have just opened up, that's maybe something you're gonna to have to start doing. A lot of restaurants right now have suffered because you know giants like Amazon have come into the retail game and have literally changed it. Um, some people say for the better, some people say for the worst. But one thing I've rated, and I'm gonna mention one restaurant's name, um, where I'm obviously vegan, there's a raw food vegan restaurant that I used to go to called Neymar, uh, Neymar Foods. And literally I went there the other day and the shop was closed, the restaurant was closed. I was a bit pissed because I was thinking, you know, I love their food and I just came off, um, at the time, uh, a seven, well, it was supposed to be a two day, but it was a five day juice fast. And I was like, yeah, I want to break my fast there. And then, yeah, they were closed. So I was like, all right, cool. No worries, we switch it up, we move on. But then I went online and I realized that they've actually shut down the shop, but they still are online. So what they've done now is, similar to how you would get your delivery food from you, like, or your Uber Eats or your Just Eat. They've just gone online and just basically had their clientele make orders to them online. And I think that's a wicked way of doing it because I can only imagine how much cost they're saving, literally, by not having a shop no more. And if they do have the shop, maybe it's not a shop open for, you know, the public. It's just a space they use to cook and prepare the food. Like, there's a lot of people right now... Um, that I know that do delivery, and they tell me that a lot of their their, their uh, like restaurants or people they go to, some of them in some areas are actually just food companies that or catering companies that work from home. Literally, they work from home. They you know um, sign up to delivery. They've bought the machine and whatnot, and literally they take their orders from their house. You know, so I was like, wow, that's a, actually a very good way of doing it because again. The whole world is changing.
people are becoming more internet savvy. People are wanting to do things online now. Like people are living in. Um, uh, um, I took this from um, what's his name, Red Pill, Red Pillar. Um, he's one of these conscious guys on YouTube. Um, so I took this from him where he said, you've got two different worlds. You've got the real world, which is R-E-A-L world. And then you've got the real world, which is R-E-E-L world. And obviously it's funny because the real world is what you're seeing online right now. A lot of people are in there, that mix. And then you've got the real world, which is what still exists in most places where people actually do things. So again, everyone is getting in tune with the real world, R-E-E-L world. So you need to make sure that if your businesses are planning for 2019, what can you do to get ahead with that, to continue on making sales? Like we saw Maplin's close down this year. We saw Toys R Us go this year. Um, M&S is gonna shut down a hundred stores. Like I said before on our earlier podcast, like Debenham suffered, I think, was it Debenham's or House of Frasier? I think House of Frasier you know, suffered a big blow as well. The middleman is really going to get cut out and only the big dogs are going to survive this. But you can still be a small business and win by evolving yourself for 2019. So again, you know, if it's marketing and you know that, look, like I said before, you open up the restaurant, you're not getting much sales no more and you're thinking to yourself, oh, you know what, how can I make this better? Tap into your target audience. When you started this, what was the reason? What's your story? Who are you trying to work with? You know, I want to, big a, I want to give a good shout out to Oracle Food um, because basically, you know, I like the way they've done their whole new business. Like I've been to their shop. They had a launch last week, Saturday in South Norwood. And yeah, literally like they've, um, they serve like, it's like a Nigerian cuisine, um, but it's just the way their shop is presented. I love the cleanliness of it. I love the culture, the artwork on the walls. The service was very good as well. Plus the food was actually proper authentic. Like I can taste, I'm from Ghana, yeah? But I love Nigerian food as well. And I've tasted some of the, um, the ingredients they had in their Nigerian food. I'm like, yeah, that's proper jollof rice. That's proper, you know the ones there like tomato stew, that's pro- I can taste it. Like I proper respect that. And they're young guys. Literally, these guys are young. You know, they're very, I'm, I'm, I'm very close friends with them and close family with them, but these guys are very young and I really, really respect that. I love that young, you know, powerful, brave, strong energy where they're like, eff it, I'm doing anything I want to do, how I want to do it my way. And Oracle, the whole, the whole entire setup is great, I'm telling you. And I wish them all the best of luck and motivation and, you know, good wishes because again, they've launched their shop before the new year, before Christmas. They could have sat back and been like, oh, well, you know, Brexit and, oh, well, they didn't do that. They went in. Do you see where I'm coming from? They said they're not gonna allow these things to stop them. And they done it and it was successful. It still is gonna be successful. And like I said, I wish them all the best of luck. I will continue to support them myself. You know, so now the last but not least, well, the last I'll say actually of the actual points that I'm trying to prove or trying to show you guys that you need to do before 2019, like I told you already before, it is gonna go over some people's heads and I'm gonna keep saying that because I want you guys to know how serious this is. Number three, 
sacrifice the celebrations for a better day. There was a time when I used to party a lot. I used to rave a lot. And I'm sure like most of you used to do as well, um, you spend a lot of money. And I remember being in a rave with a promoter that I used to always, you know, have good conversations with and, you know, party with all the time and that. And then one time there was an issue at the, at the rave itself. Um, some guys got into a fight. Um, it was quite serious. There were some gunshots and whatnot. And, you know, the whole entire thing got locked off now. Um, he managed to sort it out and continue on doing his sound. But he, you know, changed up a little bit. So we spoke and I just said to him, you know, when you're doing, when you're, I'm, I'm actually respect the fact that you've had these situations and you've been very successful from them. And, you know, obviously you've had a lot of losses, but you've still carried it on. And he told me at the time how much money he was making. I was like, wow, that's great. And he's like, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I looked at the rave scene. I asked him, how did you get started? And he goes, well, I looked at the rave scene. I was like, I rave all the time. Why not start making money from it? And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Explain that properly. He goes, well, I'm a bit of an idiot to go to a bar and spend four, five hundred, sometimes six hundred pounds, seven hundred pounds, yeah, on a table alone, and then go on and spend another additional two hundred pounds on drinks as well, although you get drinks at your table, just for four hours, and then go back to work the next day and slave out another 50 hours a week just to get that money back. It don't make sense. If I enjoy the partying, create the party. So I was like, wow. And now he celebrates his New Year's and Christmas by opening up new clubs and new venues across the world. You know, he's currently in Dubai at the moment right now. And um, yeah, like, if you're at the party in the rave at New Year's Eve and you know you've got a bag of things to do, you've got a list of things that you need, especially for those business owners as well and entrepreneurs, because I do understand it can get stressful at times, you do want to wind down, think about it. Like, you're going to be there partying for what? I'm not saying you can't party, but wouldn't it be better to party knowing that you've opened up your, your you started your new brand or you've closed a good deal? That's literally going to bring big changes for you in 2019. Wouldn't it be better for you to save it for a later date when you actually have something to celebrate about? Just think about that. Because in these holidays right now, you're going to see adverts, you're going to see people, you're going to have friends, family, oh, it's Christmas, oh, we have to have the family together, we have to. Let's just stop living for one second in the fake world, the real R-E-E-L world, yeah? And for once, tap into the real world, where we was born, where we were created, where we created the real world, and think about what have you done in 2018? Has your life got better? Are you 50 years old and haven't taken care of your health from the age of 15 and now are suffering 40 years of sickness and sadness and madness and about to go into a, a new year knowing that the doctor's going to tell you something you don't want to hear? Like, have you turned around and said to yourself, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a businessman, posted it all over Facebook and Instagram, right? And your website and told everyone that you're this, your life coach or that, but I haven't made not one sale or help not one person's life, or even done anything to cater to that business. You know, um, my mentor, um, Lena, put up a, a, um, a post in one of our um, LK Mastermind groups, and basically it was a post of um, 
a group of people talking, taking selfies and it was like another picture of a guy that had like a lot of like energy around him. And the post said, so much selfies, but no self-consciousness. <laughs> like that, that message was powerful. And I looked at that and I just said to myself, yeah, a lot of the time, the social media stuff is about a lot of vanity. A lot of business owners are pretending to win. They will get pictures next to nice cars and houses, or they will name drop certain people in the comments section and be like, yeah, I was with so-and-so, 2019, we're doing this, we're doing that. Guys, it's time to unplug yourself from the matrix. Wake the fuck up. Like, I'm not saying this because every year for our civilization and our society, things get worse. Now, you can fight the worseness, or I would say the badness, or the negativity, if you're prepared, if you're winning, if you're starting to put in the work and progress that you need, i.e. your brand, i.e. Your, your whole entire look of your business. Like we're giving out free brand reviews this whole entire Christmas period, this whole entire New Year period, because we want those people not to feel away like, of changing their mind or changing the idea they had in their head that's going to make it work, of taking that step forward and saying, you know what, like, I need my, my business needs a new look. You know, we're giving away a free brand review. Small steps, big steps, it's not hard, but take the fucking steps. Start walking into 2019. In 2018. DM us at New Motive, WLC. You can comment on Anchor or on Spotify. We have our podcast on seven different platforms. Um, also, my email address, my details um, for New Motive are attached to this podcast as well. And like I said, contact us, get in touch. You want that free brand review? We're available 24-7. It's just a simple message. Hey, I need your help. This is my problem. And we'll be here to help you. Take those three steps into consideration because 2019 is not sparing no one. There's a lot of shit that's going to happen in 2019 that's going to be very peak. And for us that are trying to make the world different, for those creators out here that have amazing ideas but are so scared to pull it up on social media because of what their parents said they wouldn't be or who their dad said they can't be or their friends told them that they're not, Stop it. Take action now. Otherwise it's too late.